just earlier, we met, mentioned Pocket Sun, one of the most successful venture capital funds out there. And she started it in her 20s. Now she's only 30. She started her next fund, uh, raising, I think it's $60 million now. And uh, what makes it great is that she's young and she has a pulse on what young people want. What is the premise of purpose? Why are we here? And how do some people make so much impact in their lifetime? while others exist on autopilot. This is where we explore all things revolutionary in business, mindset, and your everyday life. I'm Anna Graybow, your host and business mentor, here to help you discover your purpose and learn how you can start living it every single day. Today, we have Catherine Gray, a producer, author, TEDx speaker, host of the Invest in Her podcast, co-founder of nonprofit She Angels Foundation, and founder of She Angel Investors, a multimedia platform designed to connect women to funding resources. She also encourages women to become angel investors. She is herself an angel investor in several companies and a member of Wealthing VC Investment Club and Gangels. So welcome, Catherine. It's a pleasure to have you. Thank you, Anna. It's a pleasure to be here. And you're talking about one of my favorite topics, living on purpose. Yes. Amazing. So what is your purpose, do you think? Well, you know, I think throughout life you have different purposes. And right now my purpose is to, uh, through a platform uh, called She Angel Investors, we have several different media outlets to promote to women what is venture capital and why are we so underfunded and how can we change that? So we have a new movie coming out called Show Her the Money. I know you just saw the trailer for that. Amazing. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I don't know if you guys have seen some of the ladies in business right now, but I recognize some of the faces in the trailer of women I've seen in business online right now. So that was really cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, some of the rock stars that we feature are Pocket Sun, one of the youngest women to ever start her own venture capital fund. Um, and also in the movie, you know, explains what is a venture capital fund and why would you want to be a part of it as an investor or as someone seeking funding? Uh, so you walk away from the film being entertained and inspired, but also learning, you know, things like that that are helpful to every business woman that has a dream. And then uh, also some other amazing women are uh, Don LaFrida, the largest uh, restaurant franchise owner in the country. She's amazing. Uh, Wendy Ryan, uh, uh, she's an incredible businesswoman. Um, and also, um, let's see, Kelly Wingett, who's a... Uh, part of um, her own uh, private equity firm, which uh, she founded um, Alternative Wealth Partners. So uh, that's just a few of them. There's many in there. Uh, the women of Emmeline Ventures are in there, uh, Lakeisha and Nassim and Azeen, uh, just to name a few. And then there's various other incredible women in it. I mean, they're all rock stars and all the founders in it are so incredible from Vicky Posh to Jasmine Jones. And uh, let's see, there's Marion Leitner that owns uh, Archer Rouge. You've probably seen their wine on JetBlue. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, some other ones. Deepa from, um, she's out of India. We shot some of this in Mumbai. Uh, we shot it some in Canada and about six cities in the U.S., um, from Texas to California. So oh uh, it's uh, never a dull moment in the film. And 
we uh, tried to make it in, in, like I said, an entertaining way that people could really grasp venture capital and why they want to be a part of it. So that's my long-winded answer <laughs> to what my purpose is. My purpose is to find out why women are just getting 2% which uh, of venture capital funding, um, which is what my TED Talk is about uh, that you mentioned, Fund Women Save the World. Uh, we talk about this every week on my podcast, Invest in Her. And so really every week, I'm just trying to connect women that want to fund women with women that need funding and uh, talk about why we were so underfunded. And really one of the biggest reasons is that we don't have enough women funding women, which is one of the best investments you could make because women tend to be more successful than their male counterparts. So if we're ever going to change this underfunding issue, it's up to us. It's up to women and women need to learn, well, what is angel investing? What is venture capital? And how can I be a part of that ecosystem that's going to help change the world? Amazing. And I actually watched your TED Talk and I loved when you quoted the Dalai Lama and you said that Western women will help change the world, which I thought was incredible. So tell us as women, why should we care? What can we do? You know, especially if someone wants to start a business, right? Because I'm very entrepreneurial as well. But the whole idea of venture capital is so foreign. So what would you say to someone who wants to be an entrepreneur? They've never even thought about raising capital for it. I would say, see the film, show her the money. It's why we made it. Uh, it's the first of its kind to talk about this. And uh, it's long overdue, as many people have said to me. Uh, so we have people very excited about it coming out. It's soon going to be at film festivals and women's empowerment events. So, you know, women that are putting on events can uh, reach out to us on the movie site, which is showherthemoneymovie.com and uh, find out how they could show it at their event. Um, and uh, yeah, it's just, uh, it takes a village. We're going to take it around to 50 city tour and make sure anybody that wants to see it is able to see it. Wow. Well, I'm definitely going to support it. I'm excited to see it. And then beyond that too, if someone is just very new, could you describe what venture capital is for instance? Yeah, well, venture capital um, has been around since about the seventies when women couldn't even get a uh, loan without a man's signature. Uh, so it's been around a long time and it's uh, men have really been very involved in it and built it up. And, and women really like yourself and myself, most women that are in the venture capital today haven't, e didn't even know what it was five years ago. So when, when, you know, it's really uh, not so scary because when you step into it and meet other women in this realm, you find out that it's not as scary as you thought it was, and it's not as unknown as you thought it was. Um, but yeah, venture capital is uh, when a group of, well, like a venture capital fund is really what we talk about in the um, film, because there's more female founded funds than ever before. So a fund would be that a lot of angel investors get together and they pool their money into a fund. And that and when they do that as an angel investor, they're called an LP, which is a limited partner. 
It is the general partners that decide what happens with that money. Mm -hmm. So you want to align with those general partners and feel that those are the people that will best handle your money because this is not an area of your expertise, but you should be aligning with the group of women who run a fund that it is their area of expertise to vet and determine which are the ones to bet on. Uh, just earlier, we met, mentioned Pocket Sun, one of the most successful venture capital funds out there. And she started it in her 20s. Now she's only 30. She started her next fund, uh, raising, I think it's $60 million now. And uh, what makes it great is that she's young and she has a pulse on what young people want. Yeah. And so the interesting thing is so many of these are run by old white men. Yeah. The majority of the venture capital, how do they know what a 16 or 25 year old girl wants? They yeah. don't. Yeah. And so they don't get behind it. And so this is just one of the reasons that women need to get behind women. Women have been doing innovative inventions for years, for decades, for over a century, of course, uh, that have impacted society in a big way, uh, from refrigerators to having an impact on central air and, you know, uh, web programming and things like that. And so, um, you know, without women's inventions, the world wouldn't look the same. And, and now they're getting less funding than ever. And, it, it, there's no way to fix it except for women to invest in women. This really is the only way to fix it. Yes, men need to realize that they need to invest in their wives and daughters and moms uh, and women friends. Um, but I always say, how's that been working for us? And so, you know, yeah. women have to help women, just like men help women. You know, the old boys club is a real thing. It's how they've become so powerful. Women yeah. need to be that way too. We can't be an island. We need to be helping each other. It's a real thing. Helping each other really does lift up all boats, as they say. I love that. You know, it's funny growing up, I used to see a lot of women tearing each other down, you know, and, and kind of working against each other. And then even in adulthood, I see it. So it's something very interesting that now I'm finally starting to see women really support other women. It is so powerful and so beautiful because to me, it's just like my heart opens and I'm like, finally, like we can all just love each other and help each other. And I don't know why in society it's been that way where, you know, we've kind of worked against each other, it seems, or not always supported, but, but now it really feels like it's coming around and people are starting to see. And I think it also has to do with this, you know, security mindset. People are trying to keep themselves safe. Um, you know, a lot of women, when they think about being entrepreneurs, they think about leaving corporate jobs and how do I take care of my kids and, you know, all of these things. And, um, there's a lot that goes on there. So I know you had a corporate job and then you went into your entrepreneurial journey. So how did that transition happen for you? How did you make it work in that time? Yeah. Um, I mean, I had that midlife crisis where I was like, oh my gosh, you know, I'm getting older and I want to make sure that I'm doing something that actually is a legacy and leaves an impact. And, you know, I think we all get a download and it's if we pay attention to it or not. So 
My first downloads had to do with helping the LGBTQ community, which I'm a part of. And so it came in many forms, but uh, one of them was uh, a documentary that I'm really proud of because I think it really made a difference. And that is um, I Can't Marry You, which was uh, narrated by Ellen DeGeneres' mom, Betty. And um, it came out around the time that we could start to get married in San Francisco and uh, Massachusetts. And so it was one of the only ones out there, which I got lucky, uh, that then PBS picked it up, wanted to air it, um, because they didn't have a lot of content about this. And, um, a couple other ones had come out about state benefits, but mine was about the over 1000 rights and benefits and protections that come with federal marriage. And so, you know, Many people were trying to make it about religion. You know, uh, gay people shouldn't be allowed to get married, uh, but it had nothing to do with religion. It had to do with these federal rights and benefits and protections. It's why it got passed. Um, And I didn't even know when I made the film, if it would happen in my lifetime, even a lot of my gay, you know, comrades were saying, what are you doing? That's not never going to happen. Yeah. And I feel the same way today. Uh, and, and having gotten a download to make this movie, show her the money um, that people are saying, are, are we ever going to move that 2% needle yeah. uh, uh, that we only get 2% and men get 98%. And I say, you know what? Awareness creates change. And we need this film to create awareness. And we are literally taking it on a grassroots tour because we want to create a grassroots movement about it. And the best way is to have that in-person interaction where you get to see the film. We all get to meet each other, collaborate, figure out how to fix this, get more women investing in the female founded funds get more women funded from the female founded funds, you know, and I always say we have to create our own old boys club, but obviously no one's going to want to belong to the old girls club. So it's going to be called the bold girls club, right? I got to create the bold girls club. (laughs) You know what's so funny is that was actually part of the inspiration for what I'm working on now. I was thinking about networking and how the guys who would just hang out together in the boys club, they would naturally get to network and have these opportunities. And so that's what made me think, how can I bring more opportunities to people who are women or they're in small towns or they're not parts of these major clubs? So actually that's a fun thing that we can go into as well. But I, I just love what you're doing. My brother is actually in the LGBTQ community um, and I have more relatives who are. So I'm very passionate about all the things you're doing. I love it. And what's cool too is I'm actually now seeing from the founder side of things, I'm co-founding something right now. So I'm learning as I go what it looks like, but it's two women, it's me and another woman. And then we have a man and he's funding some of the things. So it's really interesting because we just had a meeting with a man who sold a company to Morgan Stanley recently, you know, and he's like a successful older man and he's looking at our stuff. And it's just very interesting how in the beginning, he wasn't quite seeing how everything came together because our mission is all about, you know, really empowering people who are in difficult situations. We're helping nonprofits with entrepreneurs in developing nations. We're helping people with special needs. And so at first he was trying to see how it all 
needed to come together and needed to, you know, turn a profit. But then by the end, all of a sudden with these synchronicities, we, we ran into one woman and another, and then his wife came and they were all seeing the vision and all these women were like, yep, this is what we need to do. And it was really cool that all of a sudden everyone was starting to see the whole picture, but it's really interesting. You know, I get that feeling of like, mm, I have to try and convey what I want to say to this person. And I know they're not seeing things from the same lens, but all of a sudden you get his wife in there and now she's passionate. Now I know things can rock and roll because you know, she's going to help steer it. But it's just very interesting on this side of things, seeing how things come together. And then, of course, you know, being in my 20s, very young and brand new to all of this, it's like, when is funding really needed? When do you need to go bigger? When can you just grassroots things, right? And just kind of bootstrap it. But yeah, so I don't know if you have any thoughts on that when you need to go bigger like that. Yeah, I think most companies do start with friends and family. But if you ever want to scale, that's when people look at angel investing and venture capital. Um, you know, and some people go right to angel investing, giving up part of the equity in their company, um, which they really shouldn't do unless it's the right people. And, uh, and accepting their money will really help grow your company by allowing you to do whatever you need to do, hire more people or do more marketing, and that they also bring something else to the table, mm -hmm. uh, that the not just their money, but either their expertise or their contacts or both. Okay. So I would say only accept angel money from people that can help you. Um, that's the same with a venture capital fund. Uh, but as a woman, I would go support trying to get funding from a women venture capital fund yeah. and, and they're more likely to fund you anyway. Um, you know, the bottom line is, and, and I say this in the Ted talk, uh, which we just mentioned, uh, fund women, save the world is that people do tend to invest in people they identify with. That is why it is absolutely key that more women begin to invest in venture capital because they are going to identify with these women and their ideas and their products and the person. Let's face it. People don't just invest in a product or concept. They invest in people they identify with. Right. Meaning, you know, you're going to get behind a founder that you really resonate with. Yeah. And uh, there needs to be more women at that decision-making table. For too many years, women are out there pitching an all male, white, Caucasian, uh, a panel of men uh, who don't get it or don't want to get their idea. And women are genius. They're as genius as men and they have innovations and ideas that, uh, you know, everybody has their downloads and you can't, you can't disqualify uh, somebody for their race or their gender um, when they've had that download, they have the download to create something innovative that's going to impact the world. You know, who are you to say who gets the money? And so the only way for women to take their power back is to be the ones giving the money. And women are coming into trillions of dollars in the coming decade. And so where are they going to put that money? Hopefully yeah. they're going to put some into the female founded venture capital funds, which in turn usually get invested in women and BIPOC and LGBTQ. So these new funds are different than the old stodgy white male funds that were just giving money to white males and really missing out 
on investing on all these smart, innovative women. Boy, they were missing out. Uh, I think they're starting to realize it as more women are investing in women and they're super successful. Uh, then I think they're starting to see, oh, wait a minute, maybe maybe we should be investing in women. But it's going to take women to invest in women and prove that it's a successful investment for men to step over and start funding them. I'm not saying that no men fund them. Obviously, some men do. So uh, it's not a, a statement that I, is so black and white, so to speak. But the majority, I mean, we wouldn't be getting 2% if if men were really investing in us, would we? Yeah, I know. I know. It's it's pretty ridiculous. I, I was listening to one founder. She has this big tech company the other day, and she was giving out that same statistic. And I spoke to my fiance about it. And I said, can you believe women are only getting 2% of the funding? And he's like, oh, that can't be right. So he Googled it to double check, and it was true. So it's, it's pretty ridiculous when you think about it, especially because we're half the population. So yeah, definitely. When we're looking at the people who are listening, who are maybe really brand new and they just got a download and they're really overwhelmed by this idea of something they want to bring into the world. What would you say to them to kind of affirm that they are meant to do something about it and how they can start creating something? I would say the first thing is don't think of it as being overwhelmed. Think of it as being excited. Oh, wow. I got this download. I know in my gut I'm meant to do this. And all I have to do is find the answers and the people that are going to support this. You cannot do it all on your own. Anybody that tries to do everything on their own is going to fail because you can't be good at everything. And running a business takes a lot of different skills. So find people that do what you don't do well and hire them and then focus on what you really do well, which is probably creating this idea you've had a a download for. And if you have this vision and you want to bring people in and you're thinking, well, how will I pay them? And that's where raising your money with friends and family first, and then eventually angel investors comes in. And if you're smart and passionate enough to create a pitch and a pitch deck that can explain your vision, like you were just talking about, Anna, um, you will find somebody that it resonates with that will help fund you and help you get those members around you to help take that over the goal line. You have to see the vision. You have to write down your business plan and see it clearly. And then you have to be able to articulate it to people around you um, in a way that they're going to want to get behind you and be excited about you too. And there are companies out there. Uh, One I work with is called Power to Pitch. Um, There's other ones out there that help you develop your pitch and your uh, pitch deck because that's going to be key to you getting that funding from them. So that's where I would put my money and focus and time. Wow. It's incredible how much support there is nowadays, right? You can get help with your pitch. You can find friends. I mean, I feel like now is the best time to actually go out there and do it. And it's really just that little voice of fear that we can turn into excitement. So that was a really great way of looking at it. And as far as your movie... Um, besides just going to the website, how else can we support it? Can we tell people about it? You were mentioning some events. What can we do to get involved? 
Sure. Well, the first thing would be to visit the website. So it's showherthemoneymovie.com. So showherthemoneymovie.com, you can sign up and we will send you updates of where the screenings are around the country. They're going to be at festivals. They're going to be at women's empowerment events, uh, universities. Uh, So that is probably the best bet at this moment. And of course, to follow us on social uh, we just uh, we're on Instagram, show her the money movie um, on Facebook. And I believe we just launched on uh, Twitter. So um, I believe that one is show her the money, but it's M-O-N-Y. But then you'll see the title is show her the money movie. Um, so you can follow us on any of those um, interact, uh, share us with your friends, share our website, share our social and uh, yeah, just follow us. We We are creating a movement and uh, we want to meet you and greet you wherever you are around the country and uh, have you collaborate with us. Yeah, and I would imagine too that at these screenings and events, there are other powerful women who are coming who want to support other women. So if you're someone listening and you want to get involved with meeting more people who are doing things so you can get inspired, that would probably be a really good place to do it with other women there. You know, Anna, one of the most exciting things in my entire life has been stepping into venture capital world because it's full of so many incredible women, like literally every day I talk to the most brilliant women on the planet and to go to these events and meet them and interact with uh, young women that are innovating, uh, that are looking for funding or women that are accomplished, that are wanting to fund other women. Uh, it's so amazing. Like there's never a dull moment and you kind of get your pulse on what's coming, what's being innovated that the average person on the street has no idea about. And it's very exciting. Oh my gosh. I remember I met you at a She Angels meeting and there was so much energy and creativity with all the women in the room. It I can only imagine what it's like at the venture capital meetings. But just in this meeting, I felt like, wow, we could accomplish anything right now. Everyone could just sort of pool together. And if we had an idea, we could really make it happen. So yeah, I would love to be a fly on the wall in all of those meetings. That sounds amazing and just so inspirational. Well, thank you. And I'm so glad that you mentioned that we met at a She Angels Foundation event because that is our nonprofit uh, because we believe in helping, you know, people connect to resources for funding for profit uh, and also those amazing women that run nonprofits. Uh, And it's very specific, but women that um, have female founded nonprofits that are helping women and girls specifically uh, with programs can apply for our grants at sheangelsfoundation.org. So that's our nonprofit um, entity that people can uh, check out as well and become a member, Uh, you know, especially uh, if you're in the LA area, but we actually are starting chapters around the country for people interested in doing that. They can contact us And you just pay a membership fee and then you get to come to all of our amazing events like the one we met at. Um, Most of the time, you know, it's, you know, complimentary cocktails and food and sometimes entertainment and just fabulous women to meet. And uh, it's complimentary when you're a member. So people seem to like that uh, type of uh, foundation in that they become a member. Their membership is tax deductible. 
And they get to meet and greet the women who are actually receiving our grants and get to meet all the other members and socialize with them and connect with them in a, in a way that is often life-changing. So yeah, it's a, it's a great group. Sheangelsfoundation.org. I love it. And honestly, the membership fee is not very much at all. Like it's like $500, right? So I feel like for a whole year of networking and meeting people, I mean, people like you, it's life-changing. So yeah, if anyone's in the LA area or beyond, you should definitely go there and check it out. Um, Catherine, do you have anything else that you want to share with everyone today? Something important that you want to pass on? Yeah, just what we talked about earlier, which is awareness brings change. And so if you're out there listening and there's any way that you can share our movie, show her the money, um, if you can share our podcast, invest in her um, or our website, she angel investors to women that want to um, she angel for women that want to learn about angel investing. Um, and learn about getting funded, you know, please visit us, sign up for our newsletter and our blogs. And then um, what we just talked about, sheangelsfoundation.org, if you're a nonprofit that are helping women and girls, we certainly welcome you to apply for a grant. So yeah, just sharing all of our entities and visiting them and utilizing our free resources to build your knowledge about venture capital, angel investing, and getting funding. Oh my goodness. Well, thank you so much for sharing your knowledge. Thank you for what you're doing in the world. I'm truly so grateful for that. And I know it's helping so many people, both women and men everywhere. So thank you for that, Catherine. And thanks for being here. (laughs) Thank you, Anna. Thanks for doing the podcast. Uh, Everybody that's uh, lucky enough to tune in and and hear all of your different podcasts. um, You know, I think, uh, what you're doing is a great thing. Keep on keeping on and uh, can't wait to see what you do with your new venture. That sounds very exciting. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to our show. We hope that you gained some insights and have more direction on how you can start living your purpose. 